Hey guys, I'm Kingswords and welcome back to my podcast. So today I'm going to be talking about a poem titled I've Changed, which is still under the self-love and unhappy ending series. But before I go into today's recording, I wanted to thank everyone for their positive feedback and comment. I'm really grateful. And I also wanted to clarify that yes, for all the poems and podcasts and recordings that I'll be making in this season and in my podcast journey, I will be getting consent and have gotten consent for everything that I'm using. And even if I do not really see the need because I do not mention anyone's name or anyone's title to make sure that no one's privacy is compromised or anyone felt in danger or endangered, I still did not mention anyone's name just to make sure that yes, people are okay listening to this without feeling like people are going to come after them on the internet. All right. So for today, I'm going to be talking about a poem titled I've Changed. And I wrote this poem because of a ver- I was in a low stage of my life and it was a very petty situation. Petty, like right now, I was reading the poem, I'm like, I was so shameless. But I wanted to pass the message to you because I realized that some people stay in relationship because they just have this scene in their head that the devil... How does that stain even go? Oh yeah, the devil you know. Oh yeah, the devil you know is better than the angel you don't know. And I've never really understood what that meant, but people say it and people just stay in relationships that are toxic, terrible, and they're just saying, you know what, he's used to me, I know him, and he knows me. We will manage. (sighs) That has to end. So today, I wanted to talk about I've changed. So I'll be reading out a poem to you, and here we go. There is a story for me to tell on how our friendship collapsed and fell. You cannot imagine the rate at which I want to yell and tell the world that the things we had all went down the well. I really wish I could be who you want me to be. Perfect and over-tolerating, but then that will no longer be me. I hope that I can finally figure it out and see that I'm letting you go so that we can truly be free. I've been hit by hard realization that the good we had was in my imagination. And the final conclusion is that our path ends in separation. We were never destined to be together. I hoped we were, but couldn't hope on any longer. So I gave up on you so you could be happier. This wasn't love, but something even better. This is not a story only about you, but also about me and the things I can do. Everyone knows that my tears were true. If there's anything I've learned is that I can change too. Cause I did and I've changed. I read this 2017, I think around September. I don't have the exact date, but I read around 20, I read it on in the year 2017. And this poem was epic because my friends, two of my friends said I read it about them and but actually read about me. <laughs> so it was like three people who thought this poem explained everything that happened in their relationship. But the truth is, it was about me. And I guess that's the funny thing about poems. You could write for yourself and other people could just relate with it so well and think it's theirs. So I'm going to be telling you three stories. <laughs> the first story is about my friend whom she goes um, to a university that don't, they don't really allow guests. Like once you're inside, you're inside. It's like a prison, only that they have visitors. In fact, prisons have visitors too. So yes, the only difference is that they get educated. And she 
was dating this guy whom she only started dating when she entered university so she was in her first year when she made it official but they've liked each other for a while now and it was beautiful i guess so he's the kind of guy that did not like so much he was over controlling he was demanding and he was just weird he was this kind of teenage boyfriend that wanted to please and thought they were men already and could take over the whole world <laughs> basically that's how that was that's just how it was so he wanted everything to be under his control even if he was also it's a child or an early youth or a young adult he just wanted the whole world under his control or his girlfriend under his control and i remember when he was coming to visit her what he did was that he said okay i'm coming to visit you so she's like oh yeah and she's not seen her boyfriend in months because this was the first time she this, she just entered university and this was the first time she's actually been a part apart they have been apart for like months because usually they could see each other but in her school you couldn't visit you couldn't leave until someone visited you and if you had to leave you had to get like so much passes like it was really like a prison so when he came you know she dressed up did makeup she was excited to see her boyfriend she has not seen in months so you know she walked down the stairs and she saw him and the first thing he said is what is that in your face go and take it off <laughs> and obviously she was sad so she went back upstairs she took it off but the conversation that was supposed to be i've missed you i loved you i cried for you it turned into i don't think we can do this i think we have to stop i think you have a problem fix yourself boy it just turned into that kind of conversation and they broke up that day so you know he was also talking to me because he also happened to be my friend and thought the poem was about him and he said i don't understand why He's, he was mentioning listing our problems in their relationship and he said i don't understand why she had to have other male friends or talk to other guys like why can't she just be satisfied with me alone and that was funny because i told i asked him a question and i, I it was a very weird question but i think it sunk deep to him then and it makes sense to me now what my question was i said you play basketball with some other guys you watch football with some other guys it does not mean that you don't like your girlfriend because you're playing basketball or you would enjoy playing basketball if your girlfriend was one playing with you but you would enjoy it more if you were playing with some certain people you would enjoy it more if you had some certain people beside you so it does not make it or it doesn't make you love her less it just means you need some people else for some certain aspect of your life. You can never be 100% to any human being. A human being can never be 100% to anyone. So people can meet some, some of your needs, but not all of your needs. There's only so much a human being can do. Only so much that they can do. And you know... He thought about it and they broke up they never got back together thank god because that boy had issues but he was also my friend and that brings me to my own story i had a friend who had separated parents and i thought that was the reason for his obnoxious cold attitude and i thought i could fix him i thought if i was just a bit nice to him and just a bit caring and just a bit call him check on him he would be free with me and we would vibe so well and will be best of friends and he actually worked we're best of friends but i started losing my head when he would get angry for one house for one family issue 
or one other issue and then i'm the one that has to beg and he's getting angry with me and i have to beg and apologize and apologize i started doing things like that over and over and over and i lost myself it was friendship but i was trying so hard to fix his issue and i lost myself so someone told me that you know what you have to get comfortable with yourself you have to realize that you also need to fix yourself you also need to take care of yourself you also need to enjoy yourself i remember even writing a quote that i could um you could kill me and i'll apologize that i stained your shit with my blood how can you imagine my thought my thought pattern was terrible i remember writing that quote and feeling oh my god this is exactly how i feel i love this quote it speaks to me it did speak to me then and it spoke to me and it's speaking to me now and it's telling me that I was genuinely totally stupid back then. And so I remember breaking up this friendship when, you know, I was reading a book and he called me when after like three days after like a fight that I did not want a fight with him and another person, I didn't want to get involved. I didn't want to apologize to him because I'm not the one that offended you. I can't be apologizing for someone else's headache. So I didn't want to apologize anymore. So he called me after he was bored and was surprised that I had not called him in a week or maybe three days. And he said, um, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm fine. We talked. And I'm like, oh, I'm actually busy right now. Um, let me call you back later. You can call me back later. And he said, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm reading a book. And he was shocked to hear that I was actually reading a book and picked the book over him. So, you know, he tried to continue the conversation and I had to cut short that no i would call you back later or you can call me back later and then they were like oh so i should end the call i'm like yes if you don't end the call i'll end the call and he said if i end the call he's never going to call back so i ended the call and that was the ending of the relationship although we still talk now on a baby level but we're okay we're cool we laugh we're all right we are not best of friends we're not enemies we're just in in between and that happened so i you know i it was baffling when I wrote this poem. It was like really, 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 really baffling. So the first stanza says, there's a story for me to tell on how our friendship collapsed and fell. You cannot imagine the rate at which I want to yell and tell the whole world that the things we had all went down the well. I need you to know that it is okay to let go. It is totally okay to let go because sometimes it's that beautiful relationship is not so beautiful and once you let go of it you realize that it wasn't so beautiful you're holding on to it for a very long time but it's time to let go i enjoyed my relationship with this guy i enjoyed it so much it was so fun i felt so on top of the world that only me could communicate on a deep level i tried to fix him so much but at some point i had to let go and you know the circumstance is really funny because i said I really wish I could be who you want me to be. Perfect and over-tolerating, but then that will no longer be me. The question is, who are you trying to be perfect for? For yourself or for them? Who are you trying to be perfect for? Who? Because I said it, I like perfect and over-tolerating because I could only be perfect if I, if I was over-tolerating. And that does not make sense. And a lot of people are in relationships where they feel like I can only get to him totally if I continue to endure and endure. And you find out that you have been enduring for years for someone who doesn't even watch or someone who doesn't even know you're enduring. So perfect and over-tolerating. Who are you trying to be perfect for? I said, I hope that you can finally figure it out and see that I'm letting you go so we can truly be free. 
you know what it's time to just say you go your way i'm gonna go my way i don't hate you it's fine i just want to find me i just want to have time for me and stanza three was funny because i said i've been hit by hard realization that the good we had was in my imagination and now the final conclusion is that our path ends in separation the truth is that sometimes these beautiful memories are just in our head like now the, all the beautiful things that i thought i had with him when i look at it right now i see that's foolishness i remember saying all these nice things and saying oh i would call him here i would call him there i would do this i would do that and now i'm like you were the most foolish person that you have ever met like before i even call any other person foolish for being foolish in their relationship i think i was the biggest fool because this was friendship it was basically how badly did i want to please someone that i lost my head it was terrible and it was just friendship i just really thought he had problems because of his parents he had problems because he had no one to talk to and i decided to take it upon myself to lose myself to fix him and guess what i did not fix him and i lost me it was a total loss stanza four says we were never destined to be together i hoped we were but couldn't hope on any longer so I gave up on you so you could be happier. This wasn't love, but something even better. You know what? You cannot fix anybody. Some of us want to be the unchangeable changer, the habit breaker, the miracle worker. You think that once you enter into someone's life, you, they suddenly become whole and fixed. I had this girl who told me that she was dating a guy. When I'm like, oh, who are you dating? She told me the name of the guy. I'm like, oh, isn't that the guy that you said was a player? And she said, yeah, he was a player, but now I'm dating him. He, he's changed. And I'm like, <laughs> it was funny because I told her before you were outside of the court and he was a player. So you could see everything he was doing. Now you're inside of the game. You're distracted by other things and other activities in the court. You cannot see anymore. You can't concentrate on all the things he's doing anymore because you yourself, you are now being played. So no, it, I don't dispute the fact that people can change. No, people can actually change, but you can't change people. But people can only change because of you. And people won't change for you if you're already changing for them. They will only change because you yourself, you are a rare gem. So they won't change. What's the point of changing if someone is already trying to please me? I don't need to change. I can be this way and you always try to please me. I would only change when I know that I want this person. I need this person. I need this person as a companion, not as a savior or the only person that will make me breathe and make me happy. No, I need this person. I want this person in my life and I can't have this person in my life with this certain character. I need to change so that this person will be comfortable in my life. Even that thought alone is showing that the person is making effort not to build a toxic relationship. But you can't change anyone. People can only change when they see that, yes, they can change for you when they see that this person is rare. It's a, rare, it's a rare gem. It's a diamond. I want this person. So you can't start going around losing yourself, trying to please everyone and expect and say, oh, they will change for me because I'm in their life. No. Don't lose yourself and expect to get people. If you lose yourself, you're losing everything. And finally, the last stanza, which is, this is not a story only about you, but also about me and the things I can do. Everyone knows that my tears were true. If there's anything I've learned is that I can change too. 
as I did and I've changed. You see, change isn't always a bad thing and people need to understand that. So you have the right to change the narrative you're stirring if you don't like how it's going. You have the right. I don't know how comfortable you've gotten in your toxic relationship and you feel like I've known this person for so long so it's only only ideal that I stay here with something I'm already familiar with. No, change is not always a bad thing. As I said in the last podcast, your love does not revolve around one certain individual. No, love doesn't. See, self-love is a process. You don't just learn self-love in a day and say, you know what, I love myself now and that's it. And every point in your life, you would find a reason to test the capacity at which you can love yourself. And some of those tests includes you changing. So change isn't always a bad thing. So if you want to see the picture or form of this poem, um, my Instagram handle is King's Words, King Words, which is King and Words, but double S. And also, you can share this with your friend, with whoever you think needs to hear this message, whoever you feel like needs to tell someone, you know someone, or you just feel like telling maybe, you. I don't know how you want to do it. But basically, I feel like this is things that people need to know. People need to understand that, you know what, I, I had someone tell me that I don't think I deserve to be in a toxic relationship. And I'm like, oh, good, that's wonderful. And person was like, I mean, I don't think I deserve anyone to be fighting for me or trying to get my attention i feel like i deserve to be fight for other people's attention and i i couldn't say anything at that moment to that person and i'm still thinking on what i would say but if you have people like that i feel like you could just send it out to them just reach out to them i don't know know how and you can also find you can find this podcast on apple Podcasts, spotify google Podcasts, radio public podcasts uh podcast cast yeah and breakers it's you can find this and you can just share the message to as much people as you feel like needs to hear this. And uh, finally, I'll be releasing every Friday, West African time. And also, I need you, I'm going to leave you with a question. And the question is, do you have the courage to change? Because until you are ready to give up on those beautiful memories, there is no changing for you.